Uh, Sarah told me I have to let you talk, and so I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you say what your <laughs> your thoughts are. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Shenantics. Uh, uh, Skinky and Emkel are your hosts, and I'm Emkel, <laughs> and that voice you just heard with that beautiful laugh, that was Skanky. Skanky, how you doing this week? Great, great. Voted worst intros out of how many episodes? Oh, Skanky, no, no, bad, bad Skanky. Bad. What? Don't tell people that you gotta... <sighs> I quit. What did I do? I quit. I'm leaving. How do I? What? I just realized that it wouldn't record the Discord disconnect noise into Audacity. <laughs> so so nobody heard me leave the Discord channel. I, I, yeah, as I, I, quit. I didn't even hear it. Oh. I have those sounds off. Oh, okay. Because I don't like professional them. streamer, I see. But then well, I, you know, I, I don't like that those noises. But how do you know when people sneak up on us then? Well, they don't. They, That's the thing. The mcole underscore record snuck into this channel, slid into our DMs. I feel like that is in here just all the time. I I probably should just have that in here all the time. So in case we ever want like a spontaneous like podcast recording, we can just do it. Oh my gosh, I can make it like the security tapes at the mall where it's just like overwriting its recording every 24 hours. And so then we can hop in and we can like throw together a nice little riff like... Are you going to rift? <laughs> what the fuck was that? Well, are we playing Space Invaders? Like, that's what it sounded like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, but then we can just go back to the audio loop and then take out any parts we want and do, like, a weird compilation art piece of a podcast. Wow. We, we're only two minutes into this, and we've, <laughs> we have accomplished everything that we need to do. All right. We might just want to be like, all right, that's enough. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Everyone. Well, here, look, we'll I to got topics. Oh. I got things to talk about. Holy shit. Really? I, this is the one I week do. that I've never, I didn't ask you if you had something to talk about and you, actually I got did. some stuff. Damn. I all got right. Stuff. All right. Well, we got to talk about BlizzCon. Ooh. Okay. All right. Because I need to know your thoughts. Oh, all right. On things that happened. Okay. Um, should we do it like old school shenanigans? Like, break it down for the people that don't know, Skinky. What is BlizzCon? <laughs> do we still have people who listen I don't, to what BlizzCon no, no, no. is? I, I know Sarah listens, and I don't think she knows what BlizzCon is. All right, well, is. BlizzCon, Blizzard, game <laughs> publisher, developer, yeah. both? Yeah, yeah, both, both, I believe. Publisher and developer? Yeah, I think so. A video game has made World of Warcraft, mm -hmm, Overwatch, mm -hmm. um, uh, Diablo, uh, StarCraft, uh, Heroes of the Storm, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, and they had their con where they announced all their new games slash updates. No new games though, only updates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, first, I want to talk about Overwatch Two. Oh, you're going with the big guns already. All right. Going right in, and because I, I need to know your thoughts and opinions of Overwatch Two. All right. Um, should we go over what the Overwatch Two announcement is? Uh, yes, in case, in that's case a good somebody idea. doesn't know, like professional podcasters that we are. Um, sure. Uh, Overwatch 2 is 
air quotes a sequel to Overwatch One, the competitive PvP shooter game. And so, oh god, I did the thing I said I wasn't going to do. Oh, where I hit the, I hit the, I hit the cable, the bad cable <laughs> that we weren't supposed to touch. Uh, I didn't do it. it wasn't, I yeah. said I wasn't going to touch you, it. I did. You did. You did say that. I can't touch my keyboard, so no typing is allowed. Um, but uh, but yeah, Overwatch Two, and it's. It seems it's a, a it's an all new game and it's got three game modes: PvP, uh, solo PVE, and like co-op PVE. Uh, I would say, and yeah, uh, um, it's it's interesting. It's interesting. <laughs> what do you mean by interesting? I. It feels weird to me. Okay, okay, so here's why it's interesting to me. So it's a brand new okay. game that adds these other game modes, right? And it's interesting in two parts. The first part is is that the PvP is running on the new Overwatch 2 engine. From my understanding, I could be wrong on that. And I think it is. It plays back against overwatch one people so for example skanky owns overwatch one if he doesn't see a reason to upgrade overwatch two he can continue playing overwatch one pvp with new maps and new heroes against me who is going to buy overwatch two is that confirmed that is confirmed that's what they said because they made fun of halo when they were talking about that they said that they said first of all like all of your cosmetics come over if you want if you do purchase overwatch two so like like you get all that but then also they don't want to have it where you release overwatch 2 and then everyone in overwatch 1 feels like they have to upgrade because nobody plays overwatch 1 anymore um so like if you played halo 2 um pvp and then halo 3 comes out and everyone plays halo 3 pvp you're sitting there in halo 2 and you're like oh like i still want to play pvp on halo 2 i don't want to buy the new game um and so yeah so they said that that was confirmed and they did say that it's getting the new maps and the new heroes um which is i commend them for that i think that's a good practice to take because i think that's consumer friendly for once um okay but and also so early we don't have all the details but it's it's weird to me because the weird part to me is you said that you needed an all new game engine on the, or you need an updated game engine on the back end to handle all the new stuff you're doing. And when they released, and I specifically remember this, when they released Ash, was that a year and a half ago, I think? Um, or was that last BlizzCon? Yeah. So a year ago when they announced Ash, they specifically said that because of the way her ultimate works, where it brings an entire new entity into the game, they were pushing the boundaries on what their engine can handle and what the Overwatch like game engine like it can. It was built to handle twelve entities, six v six, and they have now put in a possibility for thirteen to fourteen entities, depending on how many people use the Bob Ultimate and stuff like that. And so it seems weird to okay. me that you've already kind of started to run up against the edges of your technical ability with your platform that you're now committing to bringing new heroes back to your old platform, right? Like that just seems a little like strange to me. Um, mm-hmm. And it also makes me a little bit worried. Speaking, you and I were talking about Windows Vista beforehand, but um, <laughs> one of the things that kind of plagued Windows was trying to maintain compatibility for everything forever, right? And then they eventually had to be like, things are going to start breaking. Like, you, they just, you can't, right? And yeah. so it's just, that's kind of, that's kind of interesting to me that you're going to commit to like, to doing that. But I'm not, I'm, 
I'm not sure how that's going to work in the long run. I could see them being making like the PvP mode free to play for everybody. And so like technically your Overwatch 1 still works, but it's now running on the Overwatch 2 game engine. It's just that you only get the PvP mode. I could see maybe that, but um I don't know. That seems it seems strange to me to do it that way. But mm. but I do I do kind of like it because I think a nice thing about it is like let's say you just really don't play Overwatch anymore, which you don't. Um, let's say like in a year or two, you want to jump in a game with me. I don't have to try and convince you to buy a forty dollar, sixty dollar game, right? We can, yeah, we can still play that. And so I do like that, but it, that seems weird. Um, the other two aspects, they redid. Okay, hold on. Can we back up a second? Because okay. rewind. They with moving to Overwatch 2, are redoing all of the character art. Yeah. Which... It's... It's one of those things where it makes them feel super hypocritical. Right? Okay. um, It's like when, when... Apple makes fun of Google for a feature or Google makes fun of Apple for a feature. And then the next year, two years later, they come out with that feature and you look at them, you're like, okay, great. Like you were just marketing speak to us about that. Like, yeah, I mean, that makes them a little bit like less trustworthy. And with Overwatch, there was a huge thing about like the characters, right? And that all these characters have such strong identity so much so that when an Overwatch was originally announced and they showed off like the, like the, the, like um main menu screen they're like heroes are like the center of our game and so they're the center of this screen like you log in and you have like the almost the entire screen is taken up with like a random hero and so they put all this like emphasis on that and then they go overwatch 2 we're just kind of redoing all of the artwork for everybody and not just like updating graphics like changing what is like part of their character model like for example like bastion is wearing a fucking um uh baseball cap like like jesus christ like you have like that seems so fucking cheesy to me um uh-huh. it, like some of them are more refined like reinhardt's is like like i think n- like a nicer version of that but like they have genji wearing a hoodie um they like tracer like they took off her like very iconic like bomber jacket type thing from like you know like air force type whatever and like got rid of that but and like moved to a more future modernistic modern futuristic techie type outfit mm-hmm. it just that seems bizarre to me right like you you kept telling us about how like iconic your your heroes are and then you kind of just take away all that and you're giving us a whole new thing that seems weird to me um mm-hmm. i watched the like the art direction panel because i i pay for the virtual ticket so i can get the other content um and i agree with a lot of what they said they like they zoomed in on the character models and they're like like we are trying to tell stories with these characters now and the old character models don't cut it, right? Like they, you look in and they look like plasticky toyish where the new ones have much more like depth to it. And they're like, we can do more with this in our storytelling. And so we had to move to that where the old ones was basically, can you recognize this as a hero in a quick PVP game? And so like, I agree with them on that, but it just seems weird to be like, okay, we're updating the art, but also, let's also update the entire character design. That just seems like a, yeah. a weird move to me. Um, I haven't seen the uh I haven't seen the um any of the gameplay 
of the PVE stuff. I know there's playable stuff on the on the show floor at BlizzCon. Um, so I can't comment on how that turns out to be. I'm caution- cautiously optimistic because that's something I want and something I enjoy. But in the like seasonal events type stuff, it always feels very limited, right? Like I play through Storms Rising in the archives of last year and I get to the end and I'm like, great, like that was a very fun six minute campaign, but like it always felt like you were wanting more. And they mm-hmm. keep saying that it's got huge replayability. Um, but I, it, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> about that. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Sarah's told me I have to let you talk. And so I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you say what your what your thoughts are. You haven't breathed. So skinky. What do you think about Overwatch too? Um <laughs> I th- I don't see it as a new game. Yeah. I don't think there should be a sequel. Yeah, I don't either. It seems like there's some weird split that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I guess I wasn't aware that there was going to be this cross playability or cross game platform, mm-hmm. um, like between them. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I'm wondering, like, is Overwatch going to be getting any any new updates after this? Does this mean that like Overwatch is done mm-hmm. and they're just going to be updating Overwatch Two? And it, they didn't even really talk about PvP that much. Mm-mm. At the thing, it was mostly like, "Hey, we're releasing a new game mode." Mm-hmm. And by the way, we have this campaign PVE thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know if I'm convinced to pay. It's probably going to be sixty dollars for an entirely new, quote unquote, game, mm-hmm. just for some PVE aspect of it. Yeah, it just seems like it would have been better served as a D- as a DLC or as some extra thing on top of it, where. I don't know. Like, I, I could see it where maybe Overwatch, the original game, it's like, hey, guys, we're going to be focusing on just PvP in this. Mm-hmm. And, like, this is your PvP game. And we're also releasing this other thing, which is just PvE and campaign. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a secondary thing that you can buy. Yeah. But we're still going to be updating PvP. And, like, cause that's what people are craving for Overwatch, yeah. I think, at least. You know, like, I guess PvE is a cool, it's a cool thing, but it's not something that's people are flocking to play overwatch for i think personally yeah no i Um, I totally agree with that and they just didn't they didn't go out there and and be like okay this is the kind of changes we're bringing to pvp to make you want to keep playing or play again Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there wasn't like any sort of hype factor whatsoever yeah in it yeah and i found it pretty boring and like somewhat unnecessary like i think people were expecting more yeah, I agree. And it was like, hey, we have a new hero. And by the way, we're going to be releasing a whole bunch of new heroes, too. Mm-hmm. That, Everyone's like, That seemed weirder okay. to me, though. That That's the weirder part to me. That they released, I, I think, since Overwatch has actually been out on re- in retail, I think they released four heroes a year. Uh-huh. Now, all of a sudden, they have, like, a whole bank of... that They've been banking, like, tons of heroes to just throw into the game. Like that seems yeah that seems odd to me right like oh we have tons of new heroes here you go um, and new yeah. maps that yeah. seems unless they're counting just the PVE maps as all these brand new maps but yeah well I think you know they going this route and like kind of kind of forking the game mm-hmm. it makes it seem like they're forking us mm-hmm. 
is more like they should maybe be going the way of kind of how Siege does it, which I think is kind of is a pretty good way. Like there's they add um new operators mm -hmm. through like obviously an unlock system. Mm -hmm. But if you get a season pass, you get those uh new operators for that year or whatever you buy the season pass for. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're always getting those new operators and you can still unlock them later on if you want to. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. I, I think that like there's an interesting way of going about it because I mean at least Overwatch this whole time has never charged anybody for extra heroes mm -hmm. and what it seems like is like hey we're gonna have a new game we're technically just kind of charging you for all these new heroes that we're giving you <laughs> yeah yeah no I could see that I think I think one thing though that I remember them saying this early on is that they didn't want to go the charge for heroes route because they want to have it that you can as part of the strategy you can switch to whatever hero you need to during the match without a, anything being behind a paywall so then yeah feels and like, i commend them yeah because that. Cool. That, that feels a little uh, pay to win if the hero that you need to be playing right now is widow to counter like their bastion but you can't play widow because widow is a character a hero you need to unlock so I could yeah. I could see that being. Pro I feel like if they announced that, that would also be problematic, um, especially because as like you know gamers, we love if they've given us stuff for free, we kind of keep wanting it that way, and they've sure, always sure, given us yeah. heroes for free, like you said. Um, yeah, yeah. I I have to imagine that when Overwatch Two releases, Overwatch One goes free to play. It has to. It has to. Right. I mean, like. <laughs> Because before, I was talking to Gabble about this before, and I, I didn't know that they were going to have it so it would be cross-game play mm -hmm. between both games. But I was like telling her, I think this is such a stupid idea because mm -hmm. it's almost like splitting their communities. And even if there is cross-play, like it is still kind of splitting people yeah. in some strange way, like how much access you have to heroes. Like Overwatch 1 is not going to have access to these other heroes. Well, allegedly they are, that they're going to bring everything because that's the only way you can get them to then play like, together. What's the point of Overwatch 2 except for the PvE? And that's why I agree with what you're saying. Make it DLC. <laughs> Make it so some add-on. And then why stick a 2 onto it, right? Like I think the thing, like the 2 cheapens the Overwatch brand. Right, just have Overwatch yeah, yeah. be Overwatch, right? We don't get a WoW expansion, and then we we're now playing WoW 2.0, 3.0, 15.0, whatever it is in the last 15 yeah, years. Yeah. Like it's just WoW, and so like leave Overwatch as that, and then maybe if you want to make it something distinct, do it as a naming thing, like we've seen with World of Warcraft, right? Maybe call sure, this sure. Overwatch colon recall right overwatch recall this is our next era of the overwatch franchise and it's bringing you the pve content you've always wanted i feel like sure, the bigger problem sure. is that they have a branding problem um yeah more than anything because i think the keeping overwatch one being able to play with overwatch 2 is very smart if they make it free to play is absolutely genius when it comes to the overwatch league because then there's a possibility you can get more Overwatch League viewers by getting more Overwatch players. Um, and really, you just kind of need it as the game's getting older. You need a way to get people back into the PvP system. Um, so, yeah, I think that's in that's interesting. All this being said, I'm very excited for it. I really like the PvE stuff, so I'm I'm cautiously optimistic that they're going to pull off something great and I'm going to love it. But it, it feels, it feels like weird mixed marketing. Um, sure. Yeah. I, I'm probably not going to get it, but we can still like especially PvP if they're going to, if they're going to give, bring the heroes to mm -hmm. overwatch, 
and I don't have to pay, mm -hmm. then okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> I agree. So. And I'm not really one for PVE anyway. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. I don't really care all that much. Yeah. No, exactly. So. If. I, this kind of sets them up for a problem with PVP going forward. Um, cause the move they're making now and it's already been announced. So they're setting it more in stone. It's going to be harder to backtrack, but kind of setting the precedent that overwatch one keeps getting to play with overwatch two. Like yeah. that's your, then to improve the game, they have to come up with other ways to improve the game. Right. Like now, like PVP, it's not like you can, it's going to be hard to charge for new stuff in that area. Um, yeah, but it might be that are they? Yep. Sorry, go on. Oh no, I was th I was thinking that I wonder if uh, skins and loot boxes are going to be available in Overwatch One anymore, like the new skins. Like I wonder if new skins oh, are are only going to be in Overwatch Two type of thing, and like that would be an incentive. Like if you cared about skins and unlocks, like to move to Overwatch Two. But if all you cared about was playing, then you could stay with Overwatch One. So see. My thing is, if if they're actually bringing Overwatch, like new Overwatch heroes to Overwatch One, mm -hmm. then that almost seems like a stupid idea. Yeah, because then at least you can convince people to get Overwatch Two for the new heroes, right? Yeah, it's like at least some sort of selling point. Yeah, that's true. I gotta look it up and see. Yeah, you you look it up. You look it up. Um, they are the new the new map type push seems interesting, which. It actually has, and I've heard it's actually the from uh, various news outlets that played it. It sounds like it actually ends up being really good. It's um, uh -huh. it's like a tug of war where you have one payload that the teams are trying to push in opposite directions, and whoever gets it further in their direction um, wins that map. So that seems that seems interesting to me. So that's the first new map type that we've gotten since the release of overwatch so that was a hmm. i think that was a big announcement i don't know if it got as much airtime as it probably should have but um yeah i don't know and also while you're looking up the one other thing that i know that i was thinking about with this that that is giving me a big hesitation is that um diablo 4 was announced at the same time and uh-huh if we look back, I think it's been how long? Has it been like what eight years since Diablo three came out? It's been a very long time since eight, since Diablo three came out, and yeah. you have to imagine that when Diablo three came out, they kind of sometime soon thereafter we, they started working on Diablo four, and so that means that is a good chunk of time that they've been working on the next Diablo game and the care and love that should go into a game to make it great and have like the Blizzard quality with it. Overwatch 2 feels like it's kind of coming a little early to me, right? To kind of build out a lot of the stuff. And granted, like, groundwork is already laid. But, like, it just seems like their, like, competitive multiplayer game was feeling stale. They needed something. And it's like, well, let's ship Overwatch 2 now. Um, I don't, and that's why I think gives me a little bit of worry about the PVE stuff is like how much care and attention and time went into developing these stories that you're going to have me play through compared to how gimmicky is it going to feel? So mm -hmm. that's what, that, that's what makes me look a little bit hesitant. So, oh yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, so. so what I found here was that this is, this is pretty, this is a coded quote. I feel like <laughs> Kaplan said the original overwatch will continue to get new content updates. But 
that could mean right now it could be getting new updates. Yeah, maybe. That could also mean after Overwatch 2 is released, it could be getting new content updates. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe, I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure I, I, I thought I heard them saying that the new heroes and new maps were going to it. But that could also be the first set of new heroes and new maps. Mm, there you go. That's true. Right? Like, And so maybe what they mean is like on release day, Overwatch 1 isn't instantly dead. But there is going to be a window of like six months, right? Where all of a sudden it's not going to have updates anymore, where it's not going to get uh-huh. new heroes. And you don't have to buy Overwatch 2 on day one, but you're going to have to buy it within six months. Yeah. Like I said, which if that's the case, then they were not very clear on that. And that can come back to bite them in the ass. Because as time goes on, I'm not going to remember the the kind of couched response that he gave. I'm going to remember whatever I think I heard him say. So, yeah, the thing is, I I also feel like if you're going to make a sequel to a game, Mm -hmm. then you kind of have to go a little bit all in. Mm -hmm. Like you have to have that, that like a convincing argument. Yeah. And a a significant change in the game to have people jump. Yeah. Like exactly what's happened with the Diablo games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like at least people go back and play the old ones. I'm sure. But there's an interest in why you're moving to the next one. Yeah. So there's just not that for me with this. Yeah. It doesn't seem like an update. It seems like a side project. Yeah, it did. It did feel pretty small, and I think it doesn't help that all their PVE content has been side projects up till this point, right? Like, yeah. So yeah. when they say we, hey, here's more PVE, it's like, great, you were already doing that before. Um, How would you feel about this? Mm-hmm. How would you feel about this? Mm-hmm. What happens if they came up with a whole storyline where there was like another Overwatch team in like an alternate dimension with all new heroes and they released that for Overwatch 2 with all completely new heroes and they still constantly updated Overwatch 1 with the original heroes? Ooh, I think I would like that. I think that, that that would be very compelling to me, I think. Because at least there's a significant change. Mm-hmm. Totally new meta, mm-hmm. new PvP, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they probably didn't want to do that because they have Overwatch League. Yeah, yeah. No, and they didn't want to. Yeah, because then, then what did they do there? Right? What does Overwatch League play? The first one? Well, exactly. Then that's a continuing declining player base. Um, yeah, exactly. So that's probably why they didn't want to do it. But if you kept it up with, you you would kind of have like an old school and a new new school game system. Yeah. Where there's different development teams working on two different, pretty much two different games. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I wonder if there's more content out there being developed that we're not going to see, uh, that we are that we, that we haven't seen yet. Is what I meant to say is because let's say I I would hope there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> because I remember like when leading up to um, BlizzCon, I was reading news stuff about the uh, the um, pending Overwatch Two announcement, and people are relating back to when they announced the first overwatch and their big thing was saying that this is kind of like overwatch that we see it isn't the end. They have a lot more planned for this universe and these characters and different games involving it. And Card game. It, well, so, oh. no, but it's so like in my mind, like I could see them like, like if it took off, like 
bringing back the Titan team and being like, maybe we can make some type of MMO content with you. Know I mean, like I, part of me almost expected Overwatch two to be an MMO, MMORPG. Like, yeah, that's what I like. And I was, I was actually expecting destiny esque MMORPG. Wasn't that the original plan with Overwatch? I think so. Yeah, the original plan was to make it an MMR. Oh, yeah, yeah. They want to yeah. compete with WoW. Yeah, in the Titan thing. And then they disbanded that group. And then from the ashes, over, that's where Overwatch came from. Um, yeah. And so that's what I'm saying, though, is that, like, now that this has proven successful and, like, people have bought into the characters, I can see them being like, maybe that wasn't such a terrible idea. But who knows what they're doing behind the scenes. Um and the reason, yeah. but part of what made me think that with this announcement is because what they have, they, what they have announced now feels kind of like Diablo gameplay a little bit. Ooh. And so if it's like, okay, great. We made the Diablo version of Overwatch. Now what's the next one that we make? Do we make an MMO version of Overwatch? I mean, like, where does it kind of go from there? And God, where can an the MMO version of Overwatch would be weird. It would it be, be crazy. It would be really weird. I don't, I don't know, man. That, that, I can't imagine it. Yeah. But it, I'm sure it'd be pretty interesting. It would be interesting. So, uh, so, yeah, so I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where they end up going with this. But Talking about Diablo, though, mm-hmm. did you see the Diablo cinematic trailer? horrifying in the best possible way amazing yes yes it made me want to buy the game yeah oh god yes sight unseen they didn't have to show me gameplay and i wanted to buy just on that cinematic and then they showed me the gameplay Mm -hmm. and i was like this looks really cool yeah Yeah, right (laughs) exactly yeah no i'm really i'm really pumped for diablo and i've never played a diablo game before yeah oh really no i played diablo 2 and i played like an hour of diablo 3 um but I, I'll tell you what, I'm going back and playing Diablo 3 now because, like... Yeah, why'd you only play an hour? Uh, I was... It was right when I got a PlayStation, and I think I had, like, four or five different games I wanted to play, and one of those was Destiny. And so, like, I put in an hour when I didn't have internet connection and Diablo, and then um, when I came back to it, like, or when I got internet back, then I kind of switched back to Destiny and never looked back. Um it was nothing against Diablo. It was just there was so much other shit to play. So never got back around to it. But I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, I recommend it. I recommend it. Yeah, I'm definitely going to hit it up. So, but yeah, no, it was, it was, but yeah, it was, it, Diablo was definitely the star of the show, in my opinion, which makes me think that like, why didn't they save Overwatch 2 for next year? Like you have... You have a you have a wow Money. you have a wow announcement. Well, you, <laughs> you have, know why? But you have a wow announcement and you have a Diablo four announcement, right? Like you have two huge announcements. Save one more year for Overwatch two. Announce it next year, and you're not. I don't think you're gonna be losing out that much. But let me tell you why. Why? Riot. Yeah. They're nervous about Riot's uh, FPS game. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe or probably not, but uh, I think they possibly. Are. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, or maybe they're just seeing declining players in it that they need. They knew they needed to announce something. Like, uh, yeah. Do we know that for a fact though? That we there's don't. a decline. No, I have we no don't. idea. I'm just kind of saying it because that's just how games tend to go. So, I mean, it's a, it's. I'm a, I assume that the player base is declining mostly because of what I hear about about everything on Reddit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but like that doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah, because I, I assumed Overwatch League viewership was declining, and it was the opposite. So, but yeah, 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 and all based on Reddit. So, 
That is yeah, true. That I, is true. We don't we don't know. I mean, it's definitely yeah. it's definitely lower than whenever it started. But I don't know where it is compared to like a year ago, right? If it's the exact same as what it was a year ago, then I don't think they're really having any problems. So yeah, probably not. But but yeah, huh? we can find concurrent playership. I doubt it. I, they, ever since they stopped announcing concurrent players for a while, <clears throat> I doubt they will ever go back to that. Oh yeah, because they or like subscri- subscribers. Yeah, subscribers or for a while because they they would no matter what they announced, like they would always be raked over the coals for it, right? And it was like always bad news. So it was like yeah, yeah. I think that they learned their lesson and they're never gonna do that again. But but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We gotta yeah, we gotta no. wrap it up real quick. But I just I want to touch on something real quick that we had talked okay. about a very long time ago, and I wanna okay. I wanna kind of rope back around um sure so a week ago which was interesting it was exactly a week before blizzcon i went to this video game law summit where they talked about cool law and video games and it was awesome it was so much fun um it was really cool it was really cool to see like my professional life like collide with my personal life a bit which was fun um it was in chicago yeah it was in chicago so it was wow cool yeah it was really cool and um the one thing I just I want to kind of go back to is is a topic that we talked about a while ago, which was the whole hashtag ad thing and Twitch. Um, yeah. When people would have to disclose if they were being paid for kind of producing the content they did. Um, yeah. And when we were talking about it, I don't remember all the details we went into, but I do remember there was a lot of discussion about like how stupid it was because it was so ambiguous, right? Like, like when do you have to do it? Does this do anything? And all that kind of stuff. And because yeah. a lot of it was like, oh, you have to keep, you have to include like hashtag ad in your title. And it's like, it's like, okay, that's kind of ridiculous. But when I was in this video game law summit, they were talking about upcoming regulation that's being proposed around um loot boxes and like Uh, whether or not loot boxes is gambling should we restrict it like should we protect children from it like what kind of is this a u.s legislation u.s legislation u.s legislation okay Uh, i know there was some european legislation. yeah and they actually one thing they did really well is they kind of went through what's going on elsewhere in the world and what kind of problems you see and we don't really have the time to go into it but like like japan in their regulating of video games um kind of saw a huge problem in the way that they did it because they kind of did it too heavy handed too quickly and they didn't revert themselves. So it kind of hurt a lot of publishers. Um, Mm. But uh, anyways, but they were talking about the, the United States one and they, the thing that really kind of got to me was they're talking about when they brought these game publishers in front of Congress and they were testifying and they asked them, quote, are streamers paid to open loot boxes on stream? Answer, yes. Then they asked, do they ever get better odds than a normal person would get for opening loot boxes? And the mm-hmm. answer was yes. And so, a hard, so like, I look, think back to like our discussion about it and some of the problems we brought up is true, but I feel like we didn't really give weight to the fact that there is a huge problem in this industry that we all kind of swept under the rug because we were too busy making fun of the implementation and the problems that the government was having in dealing with new technology. Because Mm. that is a problem that if you watch, um, let's just use Hearthstone. Not, I don't remember what game developer it was that answered this, but for 
illustration purposes, let's say it's Blizzard and Hearthstone, right? And new Hearthstone okay. re- expansion gets released, and you're watching a stream, and this person's busting open packs, which they got from Blizzard, right? They didn't pay for. And while they're doing it, it's like, man, they just got like two legendaries in a row, and in 15 packs, they got four legendaries. Like, oh my god, like look how happy they are. Chat's going nuts. People are like, this is amazing. There are people that are sitting there watching that that do have kind of a predisposition to gambling that now are like, I kind of want to go buy Hearthstone packs, right? And Mm -hmm. if the odds they would be getting are worse than the people they're watching, that's going to be problematic. And Mm. like the fact that that is confirmed as a practice that happens, like that is, you know, that's kind of an issue when we, that we didn't, that people didn't really address when they're kind of making fun of the FTC, by saying the FTC thinks that people need to disclose when they're being paid because we looked at it being like, Oh great. Like apex legends, that's free to play. So that doesn't work. Like, you know, someone gave you a free copy of a game to play and stream like, Oh, whoop de doo. But it's like, that wasn't really what the, that isn't the bigger problem that we should be addressing. You know what I mean? And yeah, I yeah. think a lot of us were focused on that. But then the second problem is that's intertwined with all of this is that a lot of people that are leading the discussion are the streamers themselves because they're the people that are kind of commenting and communicating what they think is like good or bad or funny or stupid about all this. And their viewers who trust them kind of like eat it up and then regurgitate it back out. Right. And so like, sure. The problem with that is that we're kind of getting our talking points from the people that should be regulated. Right. That's like, that's like getting it from like, you know, the alcohol industry or the video gambling industry about what, like, oh, it's so silly that they would put this regulation on us. And then we turn back around and be like, it's kind of silly that they would put that regulation on them. And it's like, wait a second, hold on, take a step back. Is it really that bad? You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. especially if a streamer doesn't realize that they're getting better odds, they think that they're just busting open Hearthstone packs. Like, you know I mean? Then that shows like that the problem is like multiple layers deep. And yeah, it's just, it was, it was interesting to see that because like I took that and I was like, man, I don't want government touching my video game industry, but I look at that. And I'm like, maybe there are actual problems here that need to be addressed. So it was, I don't know, just an interesting kind of clarification or like looking at it from a new direction with. Yeah. I don't know how you would go about regulating it though. It would be very difficult. Speaking of difficulty. They are having so much problems with it, but the problems that they're having is that they're, they don't understand it. So the regulations overly broad and Ugh. it applies to everything. And so one of the, con- one of the people talking at the summit, like had a really good comment where they said, um, where they said, if what they want to do with this regulation is protect children, then that's what the regulation needs to be. Like don't sell loot boxes to children, but instead like it's just this complicated, like pork barrel legislation that seems to cover everything in video games. And it hasn't passed yet. It's it's still early stages, but it's like, it's clearly drafted by people that don't understand the industry. And Mm. maybe like if the regulation is that it's like, maybe the regulation should be, you as a game developer cannot pay streamers to open packs on stream. And if they, and if they do, and you like, you haven't paid them, they do open your packs, then they cannot get better odds than someone would get if they opened your packs. Because yeah. that'd be a good way to, to start. Like that, that regulation is already in place for gambling at casinos. Casinos cannot show advertisements that show people winning in ways that they would not be able to win in a casino. 
right? So can't show them like yeah. having better odds than they would than they would get if they were to play the actual game. And so maybe like you start there, but I think they're trying to pass like one big omnibus bill that covers every potential problem. And with that, like you could have you could have problems with it. So yeah, well, the real problem I think here is access. Mm-hmm. You know, like kids have access to gambling, right? Yeah, but it's also like you you could see a commercial for a casino, mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. on TV, but you can't necessarily go there as a kid. Yeah, no, exactly. So maybe it ends up going back to like um, restricting video games for specific people. You can't restrict who watches. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a little bit of a confusing conundrum mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you have there. So I could see how it could be difficult to regulate. That. Yeah, yeah. So. But yeah, so I just thought that was interesting. So I wanted to update it was, the yeah. shenanigans people. So I will definitely be going to that again next year. And I will bring back anything I learned back to shenanigans. Give me, give me the tidbits. I will. I will give, you all, I'll give you all the tidbits. So it was <laughs> all the bitty titties. Whoa. 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 Family friendly. Whoa. This is, this is a PG-13 PG podcast. 13. Speaking of 13, you guys, that's been another episode of shenanigans. New episodes go live bright and early Monday morning, just in time for your workday, school day chores. <laughs> commute whatever you do we are there to be with you every other monday you can find the podcast anywhere you find podcasts including the itunes store the google play store spotify pocket cast our website at shenantics.rocks if you have any comments or questions you can send a tweet to uh twitter.com slash shenantics pod i've heard from somebody that mm. that twitter account is putting out new content recently about various really? things yeah that, they wouldn't tell me what and i can't go on twitter <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just kind of we'll leave that out there uh but or you can send us an email shenantics podcast at gmail.com or you can join the discussion at the discord discord.shenantics.rocks um that's where all the cool people hang out every week speaking of where people hang out skanky where can they find you twitter uh, dot com slash i at i skanky twitch.tv slash skanky skxnky uh m call they can only find you on instagram right yeah, or no not I, at all I, I, I only on instagram still for the time being wow. so go to uh instagram.com slash uh m call underscore mcl underscore symbol i still have not gone back to insta twitter and nice i the only news i've allowed myself to read is video game and tech news so I've still wow. stayed out of the other one. Um, but I think next week is the week we dip our toes back into the, the real world. Ooh. We'll see how it goes. But no Twitter. Okay. I'll just start reading the news. Uh, so, well, <laughs> yeah, just whatever. It's fine. I'll just, read, I'll just read Skanky's blog. He puts all the good stuff on there. So. I got a great blog. Yeah, it is at uh, skanky.com blog actually blogspot blogspot.skinky.com so and by myspace and my zanga check out my zanga guys <laughs> bye bye